Weird AF News, where we've got your daily dose of weird. A bill to permit blind people to hunt with adaptive equipment is moving forward. A 22-year-old who aspired to look like David Beckham reveals plans for a sex change to look like Victoria Beckham. A man covers himself in peanut butter and walks around a dog park after losing a bet. These are the weird stories today on Weird AF News, hosted by Comedian Jonesy, the only daily weird news podcast that you're going to find on the inters of webs, hosted by a comedian. Enjoy. This might be some scary news here. A bill to permit blind people to hunt is moving forward. A bill was sent to the House floor that will create a special type of hunting permit specifically for blind sportsmen. The House Judiciary Committee passed a bill which would allow legally blind people to hunt with the assistance of a sighted, permitted guide. It would also allow for the use of certain adaptive equipment, which is currently illegal. So in effect, we have the assistance We have the assistant acquiring the target, selecting the target, identifying the target, sighting the target, and then the person with the sight limitation is pulling the trigger, said Rodney Miller, a Democrat. As Lieutenant Colonel David Trader of the State Division of Natural Resources told the committee, there is currently nothing in state law that prohibits a blind person from obtaining a hunting license. Okay. The thrust of the bill, he said, is that it would allow them to use adaptive equipment like a laser attachment to a scope. Okay, so there's currently nothing prohibits a blind person from getting a hunting license, uh, <laughs> which uh, that right there is very surprising. So this bill is actually going to like, you know, uh, make the equipment that allows them to hunt better more effectively, apparently, that will be legal. Uh, So that's what's going on. They were already allowed to, which is alarming. I'm a little confused by this whole thing. Uh, I just... Look, I I want everybody to live their best life. I, I really do. But, you know, when you have certain limitations on you physically or mentally or whatever, there's just certain things that you have to kind of accept that you're not going to participate in. I've had to come to realize that I'm not going to play professional baseball. You know, that's something that I I realized when I was in my early 20s, (laughs) which is a little late to the game. But my whole life, I thought I'm just going to I'm going to be a pro ball player. That was what I wanted to do. And then I didn't grow past five, seven. You know, I didn't I didn't weigh I've never weighed more than a hundred and forty five pounds. And so the realization came because of my physical limitations that I'm never going to play professional baseball, and I've had to deal with that. Uh, now, if you're a blind individual, I, I, I think, I just, I think the, the, the healthy mental state of a blind person would be to say, okay, here are some things I'm just not going to be able to participate in, but there's other things that I can participate in effectively. Well, and hunting is just not going to be one of those things. Um, it's alarming to me to even know that you can get a hunting license as a blind person. Now, someone can make a case that they enjoy the feeling. So what what are you enjoying as as a blind hunter? The feeling of pulling the trigger? Actually shooting the gun? Well, you can do that in a non-hunting setting. I mean, you can probably, it's no problem for a blind person. They can go to a, a, a shooting range and have the joy of firing away. 
But at the end of the day, you're not seeing your target, whether you're hunting or at the driving range. So what does it matter? What I'm saying is, if all you want to do is fire a gun at something, does it, does it have to be in the hunting environment where something really could go wrong? Why not just limit them to the, the firing range? There's nothing wrong with that. They still get the enjoyment of shooting something. But if they're not going to see what it is, what does it matter what it is, is what I'm saying. So why allow them to even take the risk of being out in the wilderness or out where there could be other hunters, other people? No, look, I'm not an avid hunter. I've never been hunting. So, you know, maybe I shouldn't even speak on this. Maybe there's something about hunting I'm unfamiliar with. It just seems to me from my limited exposure to the sport that allowing someone who can't see to be shooting guns out in the world is not the way to do it. Um, but again, maybe I'm missing something here. Do you guys have an opinion on this? <laughs> it's pretty wild. Um, the other thing that's going on here is like, what a waste of time for our... I always think these this, like, this is just such a waste of time for lawmakers. You know, we, we have bigger fish to fry than stuff like this. And I'm always just blown away by this kind of stuff that just goes... They spend time thinking about this? Like, this is... I walk out my door and there are easily, easily... 40,000 people living in tents in downtown LA. And these this is what my politicians are doing? This is the kind of thing I just can't wrap my head around. I'm sorry to go off on this tangent, but shit. Are they really sitting around in a room and spending their resources and time being like, you know, let's why not give people that are blind uh, the feeling of uh, killing an animal in the out in the trees, shooting an animal that they can't see out in a forest that they can't see? Let, let's do that. Let's make that happen for them. Meanwhile... <laughs> My, my city is being overrun by a, a, people living in tents on the sidewalk. Like, wh- what are you doing? I don't understand it. <laughs> and this isn't, this isn't it. There's been other things that go on the floor that the politicians kick around. People in boardrooms kicking around. Hey, we got problems to solve. What are these problems? Well, we're not going to deal with the, you know, we got a homeless situation. We got a housing crisis. We got a healthcare situation. Well, those are a little bit too crazy. Let's let's start with uh, allowing blind people the thrill of shooting uh, small animals in the forest. I think that that needs our attention first and foremost. Come on, guys, feeding people. Get out of town with this shit. We we, got, we want blind people to have a, a, a full and round life. Now, look, and I'm 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 not saying that. Blind people shouldn't have a, a good time in life. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying, don't we have uh, bigger problems for the politicians and the lawmakers? Uh, I, please don't think that I'm bashing blind people. I, I'm not at all. I admit I don't know enough hunting to make a, a definitive judgment on this, but I'm leaning towards how about people that can't see don't fire guns out in the world where I might walk by. That's all I'm saying. A 22-year-old who aspired to look like David Beckham reveals plans for a sex change to look like Victoria Beckham. After spending thousands of pounds to look like David Beckham, Jack Johnson has revealed plans for a sex change to emulate the sports star's wife, Victoria. 
Okay, so you want your face to be David, but you want your uh, lower extremities to be Victoria? Is this what's going on? I feel like this is a fake story. I can't believe someone's doing this. The 22-year-old who grew up in Bulwell and now lives in Eastwood, this is in England, realized from a very young age there was something different. And after seeing a transgender woman on the Jerry Springer show as a child, she knew one day she was going to have a sex change operation. Jack, who plans to change his name by deed poll and wants to be called Victoria, said it has been an emotional journey, but she is now on the NHS waiting list for a sex change and and plans to have breast implants next month. I'm wondering why the article refers to her as she before the sex change operation. This is kind of threw me as I go through it. It has been an emotional journey, but she is now on the waiting list. Actually, she's actually still a he, as far as I'm concerned, until she's had the operation. Um, her name is still Jack after all. His name is still Jack after all. There, I'm doing it. Uh, okay. And then the article goes on to say she as well. She told Nottinghamshire Live that he aspires to look like Victoria Beckham. Well, now you got a she and a he in the same damn sentence. Who's writing this article? Okay, are we gonna call it? Are we gonna call Jack a he or a she for the rest of this article? I'm gonna call Jack a he. But whoever wrote this article can, you know do what they want in life. He said, I love Victoria fashion so so much I have even bought her high heels, which I saved up out of my benefit money. Benefit money? What is that? I want some benefit money. Is this something that you just get in in England? You just get benefit money if you feel like it? I want some benefit money. How do you get benefit money? He spent around 20,000 pounds in an attempt to look like the former... England soccer captain, David Beckham, and previously spoke about how a regime of eyebrow lifts, teeth veneers, lip fillers, cheek fillers, Botox, and tan injections had left him heavily in debt. Okay, yeah, what did you think was going to happen? This stuff isn't cheap. To change your organism completely isn't free. It's not cheap, I'd imagine. Explaining her journey, explaining his journey, he said, <laughs> I got to change them all. I first realized I was different to everyone else when I was about to, when I was about four, because I always played with girls' toys and played with the girls. All right. When I was eight, I was watching Jerry Springer. I saw a transgender woman on there who had a sex change. So from there on, I knew one day I'm going to have the operation. Great. Good for you. It's been the most emotional journey ever because I've been, I've been living a lie my entire life, which has been so hard, but now I can start to be the real me. When I first told my family and friends they all supported me and are are with me 100% on this journey of mine, they say they are happy. If I'm happy, they always have my back, whatever I choose to do. See, what I'm confused is, though, if you realize from the get-go that you were uh, were a a woman trapped in a man's body, obviously, why did you strive to look like a man for a while? Like, why, why did you change yourself to look like David Beckham for a little while? If you really identified as a woman, why wouldn't you change yourself? Why wouldn't you you know, do the Botox, whatever, change your face, look like Victoria from the jump, is what I'm just wondering. Sounds like we have a confused individual on our hands here. I'm going to live full-time as a woman now, is what I really want to do. Okay. And then uh, I just got logged off of this website I'm on for some reason. Okay. Apparently, someone doesn't want me to cont- to complete this article. <laughs> I think we've got to the gist of it. 
and uh, it's it's a little odd to pour all this money to look like <laughs> to look like one individual who's a man, and then decide no, I actually want to look like his wife. But it sounds like he wants to look like David up above, but Victoria down below. At the end of the day, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that people, there's a technology where people can change their whole organism to uh, look like how they, f- on the outside, how they feel on the inside. That's great. Um, but I'm also of the mind that at the end of the day, uh, when you search for happiness on the outside, you it never comes. It, it, that never. You can change your body and your looks as much as you want, but at the end of the day, that really does not lead to happiness. Um, exterior things do not give you genuine happiness. It takes a while to learn this lesson, um, but you, you will learn this lesson if you live long enough and you buy into the cultural lie, which is that you can find happiness on the exterior. This is what our culture pitches to all of us from a very young age. Hey, if you have lips like Y and abs like X, you will be a happy person. Buy our product. Hey, if you drive this car, you'll be happy. If you wear these clothes, you'll be happy. If you hang out at this club, you'll be happy. If you if you listen to this music, you'll be happy. Inside, at the end of the day, that doesn't bring true happiness. Exterior things. You will learn this lesson. This young individual is going to spend and go into debt this is what saddens me. Go into debt chasing an exterior vision of, of, of himself or herself, um, which at the end of the day will, will give some, you know, in the short term, maybe some happiness. But in the long term, it will not lead to genuine happiness. Jonesy, you're getting all emotional and teaching us a lesson here, something from the heart. Why not, why not give you a lesson from the heart? I've learned this lesson. You should learn this lesson as well. This, this individual is a very young person and... and you know, young people, it takes a while to learn this lesson, but they, you know, hopefully, hopefully they, this person will. And I hope that you, you will as well. I hope that you have learned this lesson and that you have found happiness inside, interior happiness. That's where the real happiness lies. <laughs> I'm getting teary eyed. A man covers himself head to toe in peanut butter and then walks around a dog park after losing a bet. This is a great, like, betting sort of uh, stunt, I feel like. I'm always impressed by people that can come up with these really funny, weird, oftentimes dangerous, you know, bets. I I really love that. Uh, A man in Arlington, Texas, who came in last in his fantasy football league had to do a very nutty thing as a punishment. Walk around a dog park covered head to toe in peanut butter. (laughs) So funny. Stephen Shrout, 25, had never played fantasy football before this year. Well, that's not fair, then. This poor guy's never played fantasy football. By the way, I love fantasy football. I play every year. I'm really into it. Um, <laughs> this, is a, this is a really hilarious bet to have. Like, the loser's got to do what? What? Cover yourself in peanut butter and go skipping through a dog park? Hilarious. So, Stephen Shrout decided to join a league with some high school friends who've been playing together since 2009. He's quoted as saying, it was my first year playing and I didn't do any kind of studying. I just kind of jumped in. He was dogged by bad luck, the article says. Wow, this person that wrote this is a real fan of puns. Let me see how many more puns are in this by the time we're done. So far, two. (laughs) He was dogged by bad luck from the beginning. 
When his top draft choice, Pittsburgh Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell, ended up sitting the entire season. Oh, believe me. I know all about that. I had I drafted him in one of my leagues and had to sit him. Luckily, I got his backup, James Conner, and, and was able to start him for the majority of the season. Fantasy football is tough, guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> Josie, what are you talking about? Sorry. As a result, Steve Shrout was given the choice of either paying $250 to the winning person or to f- perform a humiliating stunt. He chose to do the stunt. Standing in a Dallas dog park for 10 minutes, naked, basically, just a Speedo on, covered in peanut butter. He said, that's not a very big challenge. His friends were like, no way is he going to do that. But Steve Shrout went through with it last Wednesday. (laughs) He says, my strategy was to do it as fast as possible and hope that not many people would see me. A lot of the dog owners just wondered what I was doing. And then when I said I lost a bet, they all laughed at me. Although Shrout hoped to fulfill the terms of the bet without being seen too much, video of his experience has gone viral, which I watched the video. It's pretty funny. Still, he has learned a valuable lesson. He says, I will play fantasy football again, but probably not with the same guys. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) You should watch this video. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, I love that. I really love when people do wacky things like that. It makes it makes life so fun, so funny. I'd be a little bit nervous about uh, walking into a dog park covered in peanut butter. I gotta say, and you know, depending on the city that you're in, you might have some citizens try. I don't know. They'd call the police on you or sue you or something. People get people. People do not like like their dogs messed with, you know. And in Los Angeles, if I did that, if I walked into a, a dog park covered in peanut butter. No doubt one of the owners would have said, excuse me, sir, is that organic free-range peanut butter that's all over your body? Because I only feed my dog organic free-range peanut butter and I will not allow my dog to lick non-organic free, non-free-range peanut butter off the calves and balls of a stranger today. I am calling the police. That's what you would get in LA. <laughs> no doubt. Hilarious. Hey, what's up, weirdos? It's Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I want to thank Nikki Benton for sending me an email. She wrote, Dear Jones, I get to listen to your news whenever I hang out with my cousin. And I have to say, I am a fan. I love how funny you are, and it really makes my day that much better. I especially think it's great when you go on a rant about particularly odd news articles, like the Chihuahua getting blown away by high winds. I didn't get to hear you sing, but I hope I do in the future. (laughs) Keep up the amazing work. And don't let other people get you down with harsh criticism. With best regards, Nikki. P.S. I got your email from Amos. <laughs> Hope you don't mind. Nikki, I don't mind at all. Uh, you made me feel so happy this morning. So thank you for that. Uh, that that <laughs> was really touching. Uh, and you will hear my singing at some point. Uh, that's that's a fact. Um, and I got to be honest with you. I, I don't let the harsh criticism get me down too bad. It, it stings at first. And then I, I kind of... Um, I kind of laugh it off later. Obviously, I publish my criticisms, so that, that lets you know that it, I don't really let it bother me all that much. But hey, you know what? You can't go through life doing something and putting it out on the webs without getting some criticism. This is just the way the, this is the way of the world, man. You make a YouTube video, you know, 99 people are going to like it. You're going to get one person to, to write a nasty little comment on it. It's just the way of the world. So it's, uh, it's something. What was that Sammy Davis Jr. quote that I always used to love? Um, something like, um, he's like, I don't know. I don't know the definition of success, but I know the definition of failure, and that's trying to please everybody. And that's true in life, in everything you do, whether it's art or cooking or, you know, uh, driving. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> a, you can't please everybody in life, so... Thank you very much, Nikki. That makes me smile. I also want to give some love to Elizabeth Miller, who sent me a photo of her chilling on the beach in Florida. <laughs> Wrote, visiting South Beach while listening to your podcast. Priceless. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that someone's on a Florida beach listening to Florida Fridays. That just makes me so happy to know. Thank you, Elizabeth Miller. You guys can always reach out to me, by the way. I'm very accessible. I am very accessible. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call the show, 646-450-2012. You can find me on Facebook at Comedian Jonesy, one word. On Instagram, it's Funny Jones. Twitter, Funny Jones. And then I, oh, I have a Patreon. You should go there. Check it out. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weird AF news. And I have a new Patreon. I'm very, very... uh, Pleased to announce this individual became a patron a couple days ago. Tony Sarlin. That's S-A-R-L-I-N. I I hope I pronounced it right. Tony became a patron, and I just want to send some love to Tony. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate all my patrons. And I've been posting some stuff on there, and I'm going to post a prank call to Florida. I'm just kind of trying to figure out what I'm going to do. It it involves calling a driving school or or a few of them. (laughs) So just to give you a hint on what that's going to be like. The Florida Driving School. Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah. So, I posted a deep dive into the uh, murderous countess from Hungary, Elizabeth Bathory, on there. Um, so, you can learn about her. Crazy, weird individual from history. Part of a series that I'm, I'm going to be doing called Weird AF History. And it's going to be only on my Patreon. So, you can get those on there. Um, I'm going to dive into some old serial killers, some weird history, historical events historical places that kind of shit because i'm fascinated by all that and i like to learn so um and hopefully you do as well uh you also get my album for free as a download when you join the patreon so check that out and you also get a bonus episode that i published earlier in the month it's over an hour of weird stories that i didn't get to last month so oh as the helicopter lands on my chin can you get a little lower please i don't think 150 feet's low enough helicopter please come a little closer there's got to be a law against this. Come on. This thing's driving right at my apartment. Unbelievable. What, are you going to land on my balcony? You piece of shit. <laughs> oh, sorry. 